Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. I am, of course, one of your three gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, fantastic-looking, some may even say delicious, hosts. Of course, joining me today, as always, is Ryan. Uh, you had you had me until delicious. I don't. That's how Cam- and as- that's how Cameron describes an <laughs> Olivia Wilde he- film. I don't need that on my <laughs> resume. <laughs> Uh, and joining me as occasionally is Cameron. Hello, hi everyone. Welcome. To our Cameron, show. glad glad to have you on a proper episode. And by proper episode, I mean one that we don't have eight guests on, mm, yeah. um, and is being recorded via Spotify Live. Which, by the way, guys, I don't know about you, I had a blast with that. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. That was fine doing that, and I'm not just like being. You know, like, hey, I was so. It was, I genuinely had a lot of fun. I wish Evan uh, Sheps didn't so, show up. That's all I have to say. Wow, I'm curious why. What's the sudden beef you have with Evan? Oh, it's not sudden. He, it's, he, it's been he a, came in and was roasting Cameron, was. and then all of a sudden you're like, you text me the other day like yeah. something about. I don't yeah, know. that's scoundrel Evan Sheps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys remember um, that ill-fated failure that is known as Pinocchio that came out earlier this year? Yes. You also are yes. familiar. I know Cameron's definitely familiar because he's on there the most out of the three of us. Evan is also very active on Letterboxd. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, he's like, he reviews, and it's not like, I don't want this to sound like a slight to anybody else, any of us, but like Evan reviews like movies that like I've never even heard of before. Like, I don't know Evan how he is very, all these. I, 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 lot of, or I applaud him for this all the time, and He's heard me say it countless times again and again. Evan's probably loving this right now. Um, he it does a fantastic job of watching movies. Like that guy, we'll be talking like in our other group chats, and he'll be like, "Oh, I watched this this weekend." And I, I much like I say to you guys all the time, I always tell him, "I wish I had the time in my life to watch as many movies as he does." I, I genuinely wish I had more time to watch movies. I don't, but he does a great job of not just watching like yeah. movies from like before two or after 2000 he'll watch all kinds of stuff yeah. he is very smart in terms of film and tv we play framed and whatnot and he plays box office. i don't play box office anymore but we, he is very good at all of those he literally so shouts he literally to you, Evan. told us on the spotify live that he answered the framed on the second one and he'd never even like seen the movie that it was from he mm-hmm. still got it on the second one i was like all right that's rad hmm. um but you know what i don't care because um in my watching of film, Evan and I crossed paths on the film Pinocchio, and I'm not going to sit here and defend like Pinocchio is a good movie. Pinocchio is an absolutely horrendous trash of a film. Um, if you're not familiar, Pinocchio was directed by one Robert Zemeckis, who somebody on this show went as far as to say that he is one of the best directors working. Someone went as far as to say that. We don't have to name names, though. Whereas Evan Sheps, Evan Sheps decided to take a pot shot at Robert Zemeckis at his lowest after the release of Pinocchio and say, and I quote, Zemeckis is such a hack. How fucking dare you? How dare you go after the man that brought us so many great hits? It's so disrespectful. Like, we're going to sit here and pretend like he's the only director with some clout that's ever made a bad film. Have you seen the BFG? Like what, what are we, what are we doing here? Why are we coming after Robert Zemeckis? 
when okay, there's plenty well, of other people that we can trash for their shitty films too. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect to any of these directors, by the way. So movie. Yeah. It's not great, but it's not a bad movie. But I mean, granted, I haven't seen Pinocchio. Oh, you should. Um, you really it's so should. funny when you said Pinocchio. I I thought of two Pinocchios, and neither the poly, of them were. Was the, one of them the Polly Shore one? Like yeah, that was yeah. one of them. <laughs> uh, and then the other one was like it was a foreign film that came out like it was like at some point last year. Yeah. Um, there's like a scene where Pinocchio is like hanging. He's like a noose around. His oh neck my god. Hanging. Yeah, it, yeah, it was really funny, like hearing people who took their kids to it. It <laughs> it's like the, it's like the parents, little, the parents about tickets to sausage party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and obviously, you know, we've got the Guillermo del Toro, but I was like, it's now I'm like, holy shit! There's been like four Pinocchio movies. I know. In like the last like it, two years, it was like that year when there were like three Jungle Books that came out. Like, we're doing that with Pinocchio now. Yeah. So, did anyone watch the Andy Circus Jungle Book? No, nah, I never saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ryan, yes. So, yes. So, okay, I mean, based on what you're saying, so I I you're obviously like you're a huge fan of Mars Needs Moms. <laughs> of um, course. So, no, I mean, look, I'm not going to say Robert Zemeckis is a hack, but I'm also not going to and I think we had this argument yes. before. And I will I, like, I will happily concede that I may have overstepped when I had said that he was one of the best directors working. I will not concede that he has made some of the greatest films of all time. I will not concede that point. Well, I don't but, think anyone's but I will, saying that. But I will that, concede but, that I overstepped when I when I said that. Look, I mean, Back to the Future Trilogy, obviously. Smash hit. Yep. Roger Rabbit, fantastic. Forrest Gump, great. Yeah. But, like, besides those three, everything else is just kind of, like, middle of the That's pack. That's fine. No, like, I totally get it. I get it. I get I that point. Welcome to Marwin. Welcome. That was a Beowulf. Tough, tough look. Robert Zemeckis got in this weird mode. If he's like, "Huh, what if I made everything on the Uncanny Valley?" Mm-hmm. And that's just where like all his movies sit right now. Yeah, look, it, it's just kind of. It, no, he's in a weird spot. I totally get that. And have I have you guys seen any of Welcome to Marwin? Just the trailer. No. I just all the Isaac Gonzalez scenes. I were. On a, on a, on a, on a just a cut that, that you found on YouTube, uh, and that was like, it was like literally one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> now I kind of want to see it. It was scary. Like it was scary bad. It was so stu- and I felt so bad. Like Steve Carell, was, it was just like the direct- it's a really good I cast. Mean, it all goes to the. The it all goes to the direction of the movie. Like you'll watch that movie, and like I feel that's another movie that kind of has like the Book of Henry kind of thing to it, where you go, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What did they just do? What just happened? Are you kidding me? Um, it's like that type of bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I overstepped with what I said about Robert Zemeckis. I don't think he's still one of the best directors working. Um, he's definitely not appointment viewing where like, oh, this director released something. I better, I have to go see it as soon as it comes out. It's not. Um, it, but I no, think, but Ryan, I, th- I, I disagree. 
I think he is appointment viewing because the only time that you would ever watch a new Robert Zemeckis film <laughs> is, so, is when you go to the doctor's this is office so and it's on in the office. This is unbelievable. <laughs> it's literally appointment. We're gonna uh, we're gonna yeah. have the guy that goes to bat for these directors that have made one and a half good films. But Zemeckis over here is like, oh, I've made like cultural phenomenons, and it's like, no, nah, he's trash. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and stand for it. I'm not. I'm just not okay with. While well, you're sitting, yeah, you can't, I, I'm not gonna you said, sit here. I'm not gonna sit here. I, yeah, and I know. Stand for I know it. what I said. Leave me alone. Um, I just think that he <laughs> overstepped by referring to him as a hack, and I would like an apology. He, of course, dipped out. Ryan's like the only the- person that knows anything about hacks is me. <laughs> it's true. Um, he dipped out of the live show before I could bring this up to him because he's a coward. Um, so I would like a formal apology. He pulled over some... in a parking lot just to join our show and had to go home yeah. to his child. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, very much a coward. Um, I agree, Joel. That's a good real point. question. Real quick question, Joel. Um, mm-hmm. Were you referring to the fact that Ryan had been in the TV show Hacks? Yes, that was the yes. That was that was a good reference. Yeah. I understood it. Mul- I just wanted to multiple times put it out for the audience. You know, in case they didn't understand. I would never call Ryan a hack. Well, it depends on the topic, I guess. Okay, um, Evan Sheps, I will be personally waiting for your public apology. Um, and until that time, you are banned from Letterbox. And folks, with that, we'd like to tease for you. I'd like a refund Spotify Live Part 2, <laughs> Ryan versus Evan. The Evan? trial of the Chicago Evan. <laughs> that's not that's not bad that's that's pretty solid you know what you know children children cheer for that Sh- joke. shaving ryan's privates oh, what a, that's a cla- absolute classic what a banger yeah uh, literally uh, right, i made quick. my p- yes i know real quick is... Cameron. really quick come on we are on a time crunch yeah uh, i have to go to sleep in seven minutes that's not true. obviously i know i went to bed um, at 9 p.m like yesterday refund the you know, time. theme of our podcast real quick i am curious no cameron we have not played marvel snap oh my god please okay. don't bring that we all, on the we, show. we've been busy all day please don't that bring that that that's what i was about to say were you really are you really <laughs> yeah i'm not even kidding oh i was gonna god. say where are you guys at on marvel snap i have not opened yeah. that app in the last like two and a half days I uh, I've been really I busy. played like t- I think two matches last night, and besides that, yeah, I have not. Been busy. I, I gotta be honest. He's like the. Go ahead, Joel. Both on uh, oh, sorry, both on genre geeks and on our show. I was like, yeah, it's great because it's so quick, and like I've been playing it nonstop. But just like every other game, it was like all all out for like five days, and then these last two days, it's like I have had zero time to play this game that yeah, takes yeah. three minutes. I gotta be but honest. No, with I do you, enjoy like, it. It's fun. I don't. I don't know if I'm a stick. Like I, I don't know. Interesting. I'm not sure, I'm not sure yet. Which is funny because I like, mean, if I'm being, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, I would just say it's kind of funny because you would think like you know, smack something Marvel on it, and Ryan's gonna be there. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's just not. I, I can already see with the battle passes that I'm gonna get annoyed that like, oh, this really cool character's coming out. Yeah, give us fifteen dollars if you want it. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't. But like, okay. Like Black Panther, the Wakanda one is the new one, right? And I, I saw mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, cool, Black Panther. I can't get Black Panther unless I give them fifteen dollars. So, um, well, for the record, it's I think 10. though, is it ten? I, I think it though, 15. it's gonna be like, yeah. and and I could be wrong here, Cameron. Honestly, at this point, you're probably more versed in the game than yeah. I am. But <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. like, 
Black Panther will be someone who like you can unlock mm-hmm. down the road, but what you're paying for with the battle pass is the variance. Yeah, so um it after I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> after <laughs> two months after it comes to the battle pass, it'll be released into pool three. So uh This guy, Jesus Christ. Did you wait, do you really is that a fact? Do you know that? Yeah, you look this up. You know this. You know this dude's been on IGN every morning reading about Marvel Snap. No one should go to no, IGN no, for anything not video IGN. game related. So no, not <laughs> that's IGN. not where they should go. Um, Just go to Reddit. No, I've been like, yeah, well, he's I mean, okay, Reddit's okay, really okay. good for it. I mean, you can't go to Reddit, so that's true. Uh, actually, in- I. I was able to make an. Are you un- already, Oh, you so. made a new one. Look at you! Congratulations. So that Welcome was back. you the other day, Bra- Bra Toucher forty seven. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just the bras, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I was able to make an account because the issue is it had me IP banned. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was the issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I came back home and I made an account here. So I'm curious if I go back to Los Angeles and use the same. Oh, so you made an account this weekend, uh, last or like within the last just, few weeks, just for Marvel Snap? <laughs> no, I actually did it for uh, our screenwriting. Our screenwriting. Oh, that's a good uh, one. I like I like that page. So I pre- I pretty much just use it for our, our screenwriting. Mm. Um, I'll make some comments on the Broncos page. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I would. Speaking of I which, if I was you. Speaking of which, why didn't you ever reply to my tweet? What was your tweet? When you were like, I said, like, the Packers are rough. And you were like, yeah, that was hard to watch, man. I said, yeah, like, the Broncos the last six years. I and thought I did radio, respond. I thought radio, I said, yeah. Radio silence. I thought, radio well, silence. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, I, I, I feel like that's why I can, like, I when I talk about the Packers, I talk about them from, like, a place of understanding. <laughs> Don't like, try and relate <laughs> to us. We're not you. Come here. You understand. Yeah, you guys, you guys might be worse. If yeah, right now this season is worse. Cameron, do you do you just bring up the Packers to Joel every weekend when they lose? Like, ju- like do you do you know what you're doing when you do that, or do you just genuinely want to? I mean, talk I bring up the this? Giants with you too. Yeah, but my team's doing well, so like you know, yeah, for net na- for now. But um, but it just there was what? a couple no, weeks in a row. Me... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can explain this. The part that kills me is the way that you send it sometimes mm-hmm. is as if I don't have the internet or a television <laughs> and I'm unaware that the Packers lost. Sometimes... <laughs> you'll text me. You'll text me like one of those vague messages, like "Wow, really sorry, Joel." Yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> like like you're like he had. It's like you had just told Cameron that like, yeah, man, you know, I just got fired. And Cameron's like, damn, that's real. I'm really sorry, man. That sucks. <laughs> that that's how he that's how he messages you about Green Bay. Except you don't say anything beforehand to generate the result, nope. the necessary response. <laughs> he sends the response before you send the prompt. Yeah, I love it. Ryan, so like, Ryan says it to me a couple of times, but not with the Packers. It'll be like, like the news will break that Fernando Tatis Jr. gets suspended, and Ryan will just text me, "I'm so sorry." Or I do. I, I do that to people. So. <laughs> I do that one. I do congratulations when I think something funny yeah. happened to somebody's team. I do that all the time. Um, and I also just do question. I will just type the word question and send it to people oh, yeah. instead of asking the question. And at least 50% of the time, it annoys the fuck out of them. So, Well, no one no one said sorry when we got rid of Bradley Chubb. Bradley? Bradley Chubb. Chubb. 
Well, it's just because the, I, name, I the name the context because yeah, the yeah. name Chubb the with Chubb. you, Cameron, just gives me PTSD because <laughs> you stole him in our fantasy football league. All right, so. all right. Let's see. Let's see here. Oh, Nick on. Dude, he dropped okay, uh, the running backs. I, I saw that. Yes, I was I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh my god, I was like, dude, I so now I he dropped one of the running backs. I traded him. I literally got the wide receiver off of free agency. So all he got was Waller, who's out for another week. I'm so upset about this still. Oh, uh, dude, I, I <laughs> he beat July me. 11th. July 11th in the uh, group chat with us and Eric from Ryan. Question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. In the I Like a Refund on July 27th. Question. Yep. Just to me, August 1st. Yep. Question. And then later in the day, question for you. <laughs> um, uh, August 19th. Question for you. <laughs> August 22nd. Question. Yep. <laughs> August 31st. Question slash idea. You want, um, you there want was a section where I had a bunch of them. Can I tell oh, you? Oh, right what? here. Okay. 1015. <laughs> question. 1016. I have a serious question. 1021. <laughs> question. 1025. <laughs> question, good sir. 1025. Question for you. 1025. Another question. 1026. LMAO. Big question. 1027. Question for you. God, what the hell was 1029. On question for you. 1029. Question for you. What was the and date? Then, what was the date that this happened? <laughs> it was like the end of October. So this is like oh, last okay. week. Damn! Like, what the hell was going on? Um, you want to know why I do that? And not just for you. I'm going to say it anyway. I don't know why I asked you. Um, but uh, this is for everybody listening back home, including <laughs> a lot of my friends who may not know why I do this. In college, I had a teacher who taught. Um, what? What? What class did he teach? It was like, um, it, it wasn't really, it was like Greek mythology adjacent, basically. It was like an elective I had to take. Mm. He would, oh, he would, dark world. after every point that he would make, he would just go, he put his hands up in the air like this and just go, questions, questions. And it just, <laughs> it just, he did it like 15 times in like a 45 <laughs> minute class, every class. And it made me laugh so much that I've just decided to use that. And I don't even know if my friends that get that from like me it. that went to school with me that I've been friends with for like 10 years now. I don't even know if they it's know that that's why down. I do it. Yeah. I, you know what? Well done. He was a nice guy. He was just really funny. He gave me office hours so I could pass my final. So shouts to him. To, <laughs> to be fair, I feel like we kind of all do it, just not to that level. No, I'm the worst. You know, yeah, like I, I do it. Like, if I feel like the question that I'm about to ask, to ask, what the hell did I say? To ask requires the person's full attention. Correct. Yes. And, yeah, and, yeah. and I do it as like a, hey, I have a question for you. That way they're like, okay, well, what is it? Now they're paying attention. As opposed to me just sending this question of a text that they might just be like, ah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, yeah I, I like to like preempt my question that I actually have yeah, with yeah, yeah. the word question so that when people respond, I know they, I have their attention. It's just a weird quirk that I have. Um, but I think it's funny. So, okay. So I just typed in the word Zendaya. Okay. July 21st, Cameron texts us. <laughs> I'm uh, uh, all right, guys, let's kind of move into the meat and the potatoes of this episode. Unless you're um, vegan. Unless you're vegan, then get the hell out. 
yeah, we don't cauliflower want you. and potatoes. If, if no, I we get, don't if have I get, any options for you. If I get mocked constantly for my food choices amongst this group, all the vegans don't stand a chance. So, um, Okay, so as you saw by the title, in some way, shape, or form, what it's going to be called um, the I'd Like a Refund Gift Guide. Mm. And you might be thinking to yourself, wow, these guys are really going to be pushing what of their merch we should use as gifts for other people. <laughs> no, that's not what we're doing. That's not that. We don't, this have, the, episode, we don't have the budget. <laughs> this episode, no, we wouldn't have the budget if they bought these things as gifts it's for true. their friends and family. Well, that wouldn't be a budget. Oh, that would just be us getting gifts. Oh, no, if they bought the gifts. Yeah, well, you're right. If we they bought the gifts for other people, yeah. Well, I mean, we, uh, did, no, okay. we did just start giving them away for free to people, so. Uh, some things. Some things. And those were all to guests. Yes. And, and Doc Brown has a sticker. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Cameron, we each took like stacks of stickers to hand out at the back of the thing and just kept one. forgetting. <laughs> and then my one. sister, who was like just thrown into the the like assistant role on her by yep. her own merit. Yep. Like just was just carrying them around. <laughs> and she was like, uh, should I give him a sticker? I was like, Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, she neither of us had thought of it, and she just comes in as we're like checking the tape or whatever after we did the set. And she's just like, do you want to give him a sticker? And we were both just like, um, I mean, yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, whatever. And she's like, great. He's right over there. And like, neither of us moved. And she was like, I'll go do it. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. It was great. She's got to come with us every live recording. Uh, okay, but no, but for real, what this episode is going to be is essentially us bringing to the table ideas for gifts for the movie lovers in your life. Now, I'm sure there might be some crossover here and there. I brought oh, five I so. things to the table. I don't know how many you guys each brought. Um, it could be more than five. It could be less than five. It doesn't matter. That's just what I brought with me. Um, so we'll just kind of go one by one. I organized mine from least expensive to most expensive. Oh, okay. um, some of them are probably around the same price. But again, this doesn't have to have any hard structure at all. You guys can go in whatever order you want. Um, bring up whatever it is that you want to bring up. But it's literally just going to be us saying, like, hey, here's a gift that I think would be great for someone who loves movies in your life. Um, and then from there, you can either give a brief explanation. I'm sure we'll all kind of talk about it in some way, shape, or form. And then we can move on to the next guy. So really cut to the chase, or uh, really straightforward. Um, the reason we're doing this now, you might be thinking to yourself, like, well, what the hell? Why are they doing this in late November? Because well, it's because to. as of this coming out, we'll be about a week and three days from Black Friday. Is that right? Um, is so that we figured a true? lot of people are good. Uh, when this comes out, it'll be <clears throat> next comes, Monday. This comes out in a couple days. <laughs> this comes out in yeah, okay, sure, whatever. It's like so two and in, a half. It's like two and a half weeks, I think. This comes out in five days, Ryan. I know. And then Black Friday is literally a week and four days from then. Is it really? Holy shit! I didn't realize Thanksgiving this will was come so out, close. This will come out on the fourteenth, and Black Friday is on the twenty fifth. What? What day is the twenty? The twenty third is Thanksgiving. Wow. No, the twenty fourth. You said the twenty you said Black Friday was I said the twenty fifth. Oh, I thought you said twenty fourth. I'm sorry. God damn it. Wow. Huh. This uh, <laughs> this year's flying by. How about that? Yeah. It's almost crazy. So anyway, with that said, if you put would either of you up, would either of you like to start? I would like to complain. Okay. And about, what would you like to complain about, sir? Uh, uh, both of you. Okay. You two oh, in particular. Yeah, what about? You know, with the holiday season, I already know. I, I already know what it's going to be about. 
Oh, with the holiday season coming up, uh, I just want to point out that I went out of my way and bought gifts for you guys for the Secret Santa, and uh, I still don't have anything. Well, guess what, Ryan? I've said this time and time and time again. Yep. Set up a day that we're all going to be together, and we will all come and exchange Secret Santa gifts. Uh, and have you done that? I forgot about that. Yes, I'm aware that you forgot about that. Yes, I, I know. Um, well, so... Let me get this straight. Are you saying to me right now that you have the gifts already? No, I don't because right. when this so got pushed out, when this, oh, I never said that I have gifts. I didn't think so. But I'm ready to get my gifts and have them ready. But if we're not going to be meeting up to give them to each other, why am I just going to have these sitting here in my house? No, I, I was I, ready to go when it was Christmas time. So was I, <laughs> clearly. I, I know, but. I, no, I, I am not putting fault on anybody. There's no fault. I would like just. Some fault. It sounds like just, there's some fault. I would just like to. As a matter of fact, this started off with you saying, "I have a complaint." Yeah, a complaining and blaming are not the same thing. Like I can complain about the service at a restaurant. I'm not going to blame the waiter. Um, Who would you blame? Probably the management. It's like just do a better job. Like hire more people. Come on now. Like I'm not gonna like I'm gonna complain about my tour at Warner Brothers. I'm not gonna blame the tour guide. I'm gonna blame Eric because that's easy. Um, but what I'm gonna do here because I'm tired of waiting and these are taking up space in my apartment. I'm just gonna show you what I got you right now. Nope, I will literally hang up. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hang up. Why? I'm gonna hang up. Why? Because that's not how this is supposed to go. I would. We're just all do supposed it. to do this in person. I'm gonna do a different thing next nope. year. We'll no, because then we're still then we're still in one Christmas debt. No, you save these, and these are the gifts I for this year. I just give you these for your birthdays. You your birthdays to... are both coming no. up. No, no, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. We're <laughs> we literally just passed the half birthday mark. We're like five they're months coming. away from each of our. They're birthdays. not that. Far, they're not that far away. Uh, are you really not going to let me show if you, you show, what your gifts if you are? Show, if, you show, if you show the gift right now, I'm going to refuse it. I literally will not take it. You won't take it? Wow. See, nope. this is... I can't tell if that's super generous or if you're just kind of being a baby. Nope. Now now I'm holding you hostage. <laughs> and I'm not, placing, I'm not placing blame either, but yep. we're supposed to do this in person. I've been waiting. As a matter of fact, this would probably... I know you have. We've been in... We have met have. in person multiple times in the last And how many times out of those... I'm glad we're airing this out on the show. And how many times of those times have you said, hey, guys, by the way, we're all going to be together. Let's go ahead and have our gifts ready. Why is it only on me to do that? No well, one else you're the one who's You're the one who is so like, like, like oh, we got to get, I have these gifts. It wasn't I was even just going to be like, hey, guys. It, it wasn't even my idea. I know it wasn't your idea. I was just saying, hey, why don't we wait till this coming Christmas since last year got screwed up? See, this is this is the first time you've ever said that. That we should just wait till this next Christmas. No one else has said that. Well, yeah, at this point, yeah. Well, unfortunately, but I definitely yeah, said, point. I've definitely said ahead of before then, like, hey, let's all find a day where we could all come together and do this. I just, I just think that this is a sabotage job by the two of you to make me. You, know, you kind of tricked me last year into getting gifts for you, and then just decided not to get anything <laughs> for anybody else. I feel I like that's what happened. Why here. would I do that? I don't need your I just, gifts. That's, your gift, your my gift from you is you're my friend. It is a pretty good gift. That's a that's pretty nice. That's all I need. That's pretty good. Why would I, I want phys, Why would I want physical things that I can touch and caress and and hold when you already have when I have you? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. 
Um, oh, man. Ryan, listen up. This is what we're going to do. Okay. This Christmas, we are going to get we'll together, be... actually, and we will do an exchange in person. And to oh, make up for this whole fiasco, Cameron's going to get you two gifts. All right. I accept. He I probably makes terms. the most money out of all of us. Um, I haven't made any money the past few weeks. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm in the hole still from two months stuck in my bed, but I don't know how he's been doing. I mean, I know what job like Brendan Fraser in the way. I know what job he's had, so I know he hasn't been making that much money. But hey, more he than looks before, good. More than before, he looks great. It's great to have him. This man's wearing a Mandalorian shirt. You can capitalize that man at the beginning. Look at that beard. And if you All capitalize right. the, the Ian, it works for a shirt for somebody named Ian. That's true. Yeah, think about it. Or if you capitalize the Lori, it works for someone named Lori. Or Jeff Lori, former owner of the Miami Marlins. Big facts. Now it's yeah. owned by that idiot. Well, I don't even the guy that fired Derek Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's that guy can sit on attack. And that's why the Marlins are terrible. Derek Jeter comes in there and he's like, Hey, we should add some players to make us better. And the guy's like, uh, no. <laughs> why would I do that? Why would I buy a sports team and try and make them better to make more money? That's dumb. Like, oh, okay. Stupid idiot. Cool. True. Um, true facts. Cameron. Yes, sir. Ryan and I just went through that whole bout. Sorry you had to hear that. Um, so so go ahead and go first. That way I'm you can talk. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. It was Perfect. important. It was important to get that out in the open. I think the All audience right. is going to like that. I think the audience <laughs> is going to enjoy that. <laughs> I hope so, so the gift that every movie lover loves of course, is movies. And there are movies that come in you so st- many if you st- If you different... steal the obvious gift right off the first one, I'm going to be upset. Okay, well, I'm going first, so... Yeah, I know. If it. you take it... <laughs> um, <laughs> as we talked about quite a bit, uh, and you know, it comes up quite a lot, uh, is the importance of physical media. Oh. And... Media is, you know, some sometimes like what we saw with HBO Max and now Netflix, <laughs> even shows that we love, stuff that we love that was uploaded purely to there, uh, that doesn't have physical media. When it disappears, it disappears. It's gone uh, forever. And so it's always important to hold on to a physical copy of the stuff that you love. So of course, there's so many different ways to buy DVDs, physical media. But is my there? specific gift, yes. There, you just go to the ways. store and get it? Walmart, Target, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just go to the store and get it. That's right. Uh, my specific gift is, um, if you know, you know, there's a couple of things here. Uh, it could be a gift card. But if you know the person who you're giving the gift to, uh, a specific movie that they like, I would highly recommend checking out and getting them the criterion collection i fucking knew it Uh i fucking knew you were gonna say that i knew Um, it god damn right now there's actually a sale uh, a 50 percent off sale right now oh no way yeah and i think it's through the end of november and folks i don't know that covers black friday that does it's yeah (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you know anything about Criterion Collection, 
but those are the films like the curated perfect amazing films i believe paddington 2 is uh one of them so it just gives you an example of how fantastic uh those films are but i yeah. should be having a criterion collection coming in this month which one i ordered the wally one on pre-sale nice. and so they said it should go out in november so cool very nice so yeah the criterion collection dvds of course you know if you like i said if you know the person what they like you get them the exact movie mm-hmm. if you don't know they have gift cards uh, I would like to. I would recommend. Form, I would like to what? formally state: um, if you get somebody a gift card for Christmas, you don't actually care about them. <laughs> I mean, that's that's very solid. Yeah. It is very yeah. solid. It, it, you literally don't know what a happens? single person like- about. You don't know anything about that person on like an actual like macro level of caring about people if you give them a gift card. Um, okay, let me put this. I also am a fan of like getting an actual gift, but I will say, in some instances, the gift card definitely makes more sense. Like, I, I get, instance. I get it from a buyer's perspective. I totally get it. Like, it's it's easy. It's like, oh, I know they like this restaurant or they like this store. So I I get where the mindset comes from. But I just think any person that is receiving a gift card would rather just have cash. But I think the whole point of the gift card is it's like a, hey, this is not me just giving you, yeah, this is not just me giving you cash that you might say, ah, I'll fill up my gas tank with this. It's like, no, like, I know you like In-N-Out or whatever, so I'm going to give you this gift card to In-N-Out knowing (laughs) that you're going to go there anyway. Yeah. So I want to yeah. treat you to that in and out. Hey, you know I, know what I mean, you, I know you need yeah. gas for your car so you can go to work, but how about some animal fries instead? No, I'm serious. No, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I I'm, no, I totally get what you're saying. I just thought that was just I thought that was funny. Like, you know, uh, I apologize to aside, like, like AMC gift cards. Obviously, we have a list, but you would pay right. for concessions. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that's something that obviously, you know, I know that like yeah, I guess it's an easy gift. But I don't care about easy. It's something I would use and something that I love. Yeah, yeah. You know, you and know? I don't really know I don't really know what I'm saying right now. I'm like a weird mix where like I love to like I think getting gifts is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like you don't yeah. know what it is, like it's really great. But at the same time I'm also the person that just likes to buy stuff for myself. So it's like, Oh yeah, you don't worry like it's like what do you want for your birthday? Oh, don't worry about it. I'll just yeah, just that's my it's issue. No big too. Deal. Like that's how uh, I yeah, am. I get in trouble every yeah. christmas and me, every yeah. birthday because i'll be like oh i want these things and then the next day i'm like by the way those things that i said i wanted i just got them for <laughs> yeah, myself yeah i bought them like, for myself yeah like i do that all the time and i've also been yelled at by people like why do you keep doing this like you're making this more difficult for me and i was like i just what's really up uh, i'm sorry <laughs> not to get like deep here and this is deep let's but do it one of the hard things about getting older is like i don't think I'm not going to say never, but it's much harder to like have that Christmas moment mm. where you open a gift and you are truly and genuinely Surprise, shocked yeah. by mm. what you got. Yeah. Because these days it's all like, a, hey, like, what do you want or what do you need type thing? And most people are getting you stuff that you've been very clear up front, like, I want this, you know, or hey, I need this or whatever it may be. And so it's like when you open it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like, I had a feeling you might get me this. Yeah, you, know? you have an inkling. Um, like. If yes. you like, if you like ask, if somebody asks like, what do you want? And you're like, oh, I would really like this. You're not going to be like 
stunned when you get it on christmas like right just like oh that's awesome thank you so much i really appreciate it like that's gonna be that's gonna be the mentality nine times out of ten unless you just as opposed to like and they forgot unless you just forgot like that you asked for that mm -hmm. which i'm sure does happen to people and and that's not to say like there are every year there are surprises that i'm like oh like I didn't even like specifically ask for this, but this is something I've wanted. And it's like, yeah, like I thank you. Like, I mean, I'm glad I got this, but it, like, I don't know when the next time I'll have like a, Oh my God, that moment of, I opened my PS2, you know, uh, when I got what that. A, what a day new, that, know, like, what a day that was like those moments, the, the PS2 moment. Everybody had the PS2 moment. It was, I had the PS2 moment and my neighbors had the Xbox moment on the same morning. And That's, so we were each trying to get the other to come over. That and play was a great, I tell you what, man, the PS2 GameCube Xbox Christmas is like, that's top tier. I don't think that's ever going to yeah. be beaten. Oh man. What? A, I mean, the N64 was a, a great one too, but, um, that trio being out around Christmas time, I think the year was like, I want to say like 2002, maybe was when those came out i could be off by a year or two but definitely early 2000s it was a magical moment so yeah i'm, I'm with you getting gifts is great um nobody dislikes getting a gift no matter what it's for or when you get it it's always lovely um cameron i have a quick question for you absolutely what is your favorite film that is a part of the criterion collection like the one that you either have or one that you would want like what what is the number one on there for you you see that is a great question right, thank you <laughs> hmm. <laughs> are we gonna leave so, all this typing noises in because <laughs> i think that's really yeah funny. <laughs> let's see hmm. some of my favorite are no uh I, i'm gonna be honest with you I don't have any Criterion Collection films. Wow, really? Like, Do you want one? like you, you don't you don't own any? Yes, I want them, but I like I I don't well, have it. Well, Cameron, do I have some news for you? <laughs> Christmas is in like six weeks. I think I think the a Criterion Collection may be like the perfect gift. Honestly, for him, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would just be picking the right stuff for him, like. Obviously, we would get them like Chicken Run, like that would obviously be one. But like after that, it really you're really grasping at straws after that one. The Grand Budapest Hotel is, has a Criterion Collection, so I would probably mm -hmm. choose that one. Most of Wes Anderson's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was I gonna say, what, there's no way does he, Wes isn't. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think I only own. That's not on there. Oh, I'd have to check. I think I own two films that are Criterion Collection like copies. One and of them is both Wes Anderson. One, it's Grand Budapest, and nope. no, okay, Moonrise so it's Kingdom. Moonrise, yeah, Moonrise Kingdom. No, nope. oh, really. Uh, Let me put it to you this way: I didn't. Royal Tenenbaums is one, and the Darjeeling uh, Limited. No, I actually don't. Is I it, keep meaning to buy it, a copy of Darjeeling I, Limited because I, I freaking love that movie. Is it Isle of Dogs? No. Okay. Is, is it? it Let me put it to you, you, you guys this way: it's no, neither of those. Wow. Look, I let me put you guys didn't let me explain. So these aren't like movies that I specifically went out and said I want the Criterion collection of this. I was at Amoeba Music and I was like, "Hey, I haven't Great seen story. these yet. I'm just going to buy them." And okay. they were they were Did like $8, the, 10 bucks. 
Uh, I forget the name of it. The one with Bill Murray, the submarine one. Oh, yes, Life Aquatic. Shit. Yeah, yeah, so Aquatic. Life Aquatic and Royal Tenenbaums are the two that I have. One. I'm pretty sure they're both Criterion. I'd have to check. Solid, great I movie. I still haven't seen. I need to. I heard it's his worst one. Uh, uh, but actually, I actually do not like Royal Tenenbaums. I mean, I think all of his movies are an acquired taste, and as much as his films are all like the same stylistically. I think each film is like vastly different. I think I don't acts. think Wes is a director really that has like really bad films that I've seen, but I think a lot of people are going to argue that French Dispatch is his worst film. I need to rewatch it. Oh yeah, because you were basically we're, a we're not going down that rabbit hole yeah, again. Basically a zombie when you um, watched it. But yeah, no, Cameron, solid, solid opening gift. Um, I knew, I great, mean, great I, choice. It was, it was. Ryan written. literally texted me that you were going to pick this. I did. I have a second did thing you? that I, th- I have a second thing that I think you're going to pick, and if I go two for two, I'm going to go nuts on the show. So, is it the other really thing funny. that you texted me? Yeah, it was there. There were two things in the text that I sent you that Cameron was going to pick, and he picked the first one. Granted, like there's a little leeway there, but it kind of still fits. But the second one, if he nails that, like right on the money, that's. I'm going to Vegas. Like if he gets that, I have a feeling that. I probably won't. All right, great. You don't even know what it is, but <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, it might be something you already have, so you might not say it. So, um, but we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. All right, Ryan. Well, it's your turn. What would you like to bring up? Yeah. Um. So you know how people love to watch movies. What better huh. way to watch movies? than at home on your television and in order to turn on your television without having to like really get up you use a remote for that remotes tend to run on batteries so i am suggesting a 12 pack of double a batteries for you this christmas all you movie fans that's a good pick (laughs) no it's not yeah that's great (laughs) uh no i my actual pick is um the other thing that i thought maybe he would go with um with the first pick i think this one's very obvious i think we would all agree to at least an extent that this is one of the greatest money saving things any of us have owned in terms of watching film i don't know how many people aren't a part of this yet there may be just parts of the country where it's just not viable to own this i just think amc a list is such an important thing to have for the moviegoers like and you can gift a list to people like you can do Mm -hmm. that so i i just think if you're a movie fan that's a no-brainer at this point i know like i don't know about you guys i remember movie pass when that was around like i had movie pass with like you they swipe the credit card to like get you your ticket basically like yeah um, (laughs) it was wild Um, what a wild concept yeah and they were like oh yeah like you can't see anything in like special formats but you get to what was it was a movie a day right like you go one a day it was one movie per day literally like it like there were no not and this isn't dogging on a list but it's there's no like oh only three weeks it was one movie a day but the biggest downfall was the fact that you could only see it in standard format yes but I will say we owe. I'm sure it would have come down the road eventually, but I think we owe a list to Movie Pass. Oh, because after Movie Pass came out, you got a list. You got the real version of it. Yeah. Like every theater chain was like, "Oh, how have we not done this?" Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I think if anybody and, says otherwise, they're lying. And I mean, 
look, A list. I think is it is it regional? The A list pricing. Uh, the pricing is. Yeah. I don't believe so. No, is it? it is. No, yeah, it some, is it? Some areas so, are more expensive than others. We're paying what twenty three ninety nine yeah, right now. We're, I think we're more yeah. than like rural parts of the country. Uh huh. I know so, New York. Uh, is, I, New York is like the same price as us. It hit me, I think, today or yesterday. No, actually, it hit me the other day, Cameron, because I'm still trying to figure out booking a list. I, they have no like customer service that I can get a hold of, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyway, I realized I'm pretty sure the last movie I saw in a theater, and this is going to sound wild with how long ago this was. Um, according to my a list, the last thing I saw in theater was uh, Get or not Get Out. Um, nope. Freaking what? Well, nope. Um, wow. It's the last time I was in the theater, which is insane. And there's been so many movies I've wanted ago. to see, I just haven't. Yeah. Um, that could be incorrect. I might have seen something not at an AMC. Um, but what I was going to say is... Did you do something the other... Uh, I was sworn you saw something recently. You told me about it. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, and I actually even forgot my train of thought where I was going with this. Is this you? Oh, no, no, I was, no, no, actually, no, I remember what, okay. this is what I was going to say is the fact that in that, like, like that situation, right? It's $23 a month. Okay. For us yeah. out here, like if you're going to see a movie in the greater Los Angeles area in a larger format, ideally, right. Or Dolby or whatever, you're going to yeah. be paying like 25 bucks anyway. Right. Yeah, it's so in my itself. case, it's been months that I've seen a movie, right. But all the movies yeah. that I've seen earlier in this year, I think I, you know, I had seen like a handful of films or whatever. It was all IMAX. Each one of those I've seen in large format. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm already getting more than my money's worth yeah. throughout the year. And to come to this time of year when it's like Oscar season, you're getting all of the, you know, award season films. It's like, yeah, now I'm going to be in the theater quite a bit. And again, if I can, I'm seeing these things in large format. Mm-hmm. And it's like you, even if you miss a little bit of time, yeah. Like you're still going to get your money's worth. Yeah, cuz yeah, like so when I, I yeah, when I was when I was uh, on bed rest basically, I couldn't go to the movies for like 6 weeks and then once I was cleared, mm-hmm. I I made up for all that. Like in like 3 weeks I went like 3 times every week and yeah. saw a bunch of the stuff that I'd missed out on and boom, like the money's made up right there. Like we're not even really going to sit here and act like act like 23 bucks a month is that much money like that's one no. and a half subscription services that you probably pay yeah. for to watch TV shows and stuff. Um, it's and like it, it pays for itself so fast, especially for us out here. Like I know that a list maybe isn't as feasible around the rest of the country, um, but I, I think especially if you live out where we we do, it's it's a no brainer. Oh yeah. I don't know if like I mean I got friends all over the country. I've never, re- but none of them are like as huge a movie buffs as I am. I've never really asked if any of them have considered getting a list. I might check on that and see, do a do a man on the streets and see if people all across the country are interested in a list or if they even like talk about it at all. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think besides just the cost, like I think there's probably a regional like interest in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. Like you said, someone. People in Nebraska probably aren't like trying to go to the movies yeah, every. They gotta, they gotta drive forty five minutes to their one theater. Yeah, it's like we gotta drive uh, to Lincoln to go see the new movie. Just the movie. Like, they have one screen. Someone say Lincoln. I drive to Lincoln. <laughs> um, now that's a great pick. That almost made it onto my list. Yeah. Um, it's a, I mean, it's yeah, like you said, it's kind of a, an almost an obvious choice. Like, yeah. It, I just didn't want. I, I felt like. 
if I didn't bring it up, it might have been undrafted, and I just don't think I think it had to be brought up. So I'm happy to pick it. This is a draft now. <laughs> I mean, sure, might as well. Be. I text I text Evan and Jordan. We have a, a little chat, and I said, mm-hmm. "Big Evan talk in this episode we're recording." <laughs> and he report he replied with uh, Olaf saying, "All good things, all good things." <laughs> little little does he know. Little does he know. Um, we'll find out. <clears throat> All right, so uh, is it is it me now, or are you, I don't it's know. It's your you turn. Were, yeah, it's you, your turn. Okay. Um, so the one I'm going to start with again, I kind of tried to organize these from like least expensive to most expensive, with my last one being a little outlandish, but not really. Uh, but this first one I'm going to say is something that I know Ryan's big fan of. I Ryan displays his a lot better than I do, um, and I think Cameron's kind of in, into this as well. But artwork. And I mean this in any way, shape, or form. Whether this is movie posters, um, you can get my sister's really big into collecting lithographs from the Disney animated films. I have a bunch um, of those too. Yeah, um, you can get you know, you yeah. can purchase concept art and things. There's all kinds of options for artwork, yeah. um, and I just think that's something like really. It's great because it's tangible, but also not something that it's like. It's not like a toy that it's like, oh, I'm going to spend five minutes with this. And then like after that, like I'm just done with it or, oh, it's well, just going to like sit on my shelf. Like you get value of having this thing like on your wall and you're looking at it and whatever it may be. Um, and cool. also what's it's cool. just kind of a story too. Well, yeah, because what's cool, you could, you find a random person on this planet. They all, like anyone could have a different movie that's their favorite. Every single movie has something in common. It has a poster that you can mm-hmm. purchase some are easier to find than others, but you can find it somewhere and use that as artwork within your house or your room or wherever you want to um, to showcase your fandom for a particular project. So, yeah, exactly. It's, it's perfect. And and what's great, too, is like on top of that, like besides just official artwork, like there's oh, so many yeah. great like fan made or like special edition prints and stuff like that. Cameron sent me an awesome uh, La La Land poster this past year for my birthday, which I was super grateful for um eric at his house has the freaking gorgeous i'm insanely jealous 25th anniversary jurassic park poster i didn't know you wanted that we should we should have taken it yeah we could just steal it next time we're there um no that's a like that's a phenomenal poster i remember uh i think cameron you said you have a few of these when interstellar was in theaters if you went and saw an imax they were giving out like Mm, concept art um Mm. of interstellar and stuff so like a lot of times the, the theaters will do kind of special runs of stuff like that as well um Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean just uh, artwork from movies is just so much fun because again you have you have your straightforward official artwork but then you start to see some of the stuff that people create on their own and there's some really impressive work out there and just kind of having that as a way to kind of display your fandom a little bit it's a it's a nice way because it not only gives you that satisfaction of owning it but like you mentioned ryan it kind of pluses up your house a little bit you know yeah gives it a nice little look yeah are the artwork like there's a lot of stuff from like film and television that i like that i have floating around here from like props to all that random shit but the artwork looks great like any movie any movie poster looks good any print that you get like etsy's great if you just like want to look for like specific Mm -hmm. prints from film and television that you like like i got my really cool um frozen 2 print which is like a mock-up of like the famous beatles shot um where Mm. it's just the characters from that walking in the in like the 
in the forest from Frozen 2. Like I, I got that on Etsy for like 20 bucks. It look, I framed it and it looks fantastic. So yeah, I, that's a great choice. Like honestly, like that's top tier right there. Cameron, what do you got next? Yeah, so the next one I've got kind of going along the same line as the Criterion channel, uh, or rather the Criterion collection. However, uh, this is a streaming service. Now, of course, we know Netflix and Hulu and, uh, you know, HBO Max, Peacock, Paramount, all, all, all of the ones uh, that are kind of the mainstream ones. Um, but I'm pretty sure that not too many people know about this streaming site named Mubi. Mm. That is M-U-B-I. Now, <clears throat> Mubi is this really interesting site that, you know, obviously has a collection of films. And a lot of these films are very, very small, independent film. Lots and lots of foreign film on movie so this is like very much an art house kind of thing you know don't get your grandma who uh you know only likes uh rom-coms movie this is a very directed pointed gift however if you know someone who's really big into the indie into the foreign um uh film uh kind of niche i think movie is an excellent choice um now, the cool thing that with movie is that they actually have every day they spotlight a new film. So they add a new movie onto the service every single day. Um, <clears throat> so some people, I, I've even known that some people, they've taken like a month challenge and they watch a new movie every day. And the whole point of movie. They watch a new movie. Of, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Nice. Is to kind of brise, um, um broaden the horizons of maybe your taste or you know uh, perspective and uh that kind of thing so uh again just like you know you're talking with the amc a list this is a you know this is a service that you can buy interestingly enough movie actually has a new service called movie go and they will pay for you to get one ticket a month to go see a, a limited release movie um, which is really cool if you don't, you know, if you don't have a list or anything, obviously for us, it's kind of redundant. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's always an, it's always an option. It's cool that they're, that they do that kind of thing, but yeah, movie, um, the regular, um, you know, uh, subscription service, excellent choice for anyone who's, you know, that's really into indie stuff and foreign stuff. That's solid. I think a lot of us, I know I've done a bad job of it this year, but like I've set out this year and I had said, I want to watch more classic films and I've done a terrible job with that, you know, but like you said, it's great that there's these streaming options for kind of these specific areas of film. You know, if you want something classic, subscribe to TCM, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you want, you know, indie and foreign films, like you said, movie, there you go. Like, it's great that there are these options depending on what it is that you're into. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know too much about this streaming service. Like, I, I know you've brought it up before, but like, I've never really like looked through their catalog or anything like that to see what's in there. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. Yeah, very. I mean, very, very niche. Very. I mean, stuff oh, that yeah. even if you're a big fan of movies, you there's a good chance you've haven't heard of most of these. Mm -hmm. 
um, which, you know, it's very cool that, you know, these, you know, underseen films by directors from all over the world are, are getting, you know, again, a movie of spotlight a day. So, yeah, that, I think it's a great pick. <laughs> As he, he makes his own pick. Yeah, it's a great pick. I, I have well, it's a great pick. gift. It. It's a great gift is what I mean, you know. No, I, yeah. It, that's like a hardcore movie fan gift, so. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Cameron, not a man of the people, a man of the select few. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, I have a completely out-of-the-box pick, though maybe not. Maybe you guys will see where I'm coming from here. Um, something that our age range-ish group, I know we span like a seven-year age range between the three of us, basically, Um but around that age group and a little older, something that's become very popular with us is like retro. Like the things that used to be popular and then ran a- went away are popular again. Take vinyl, for mm-hmm. example. Like vinyl, when I was growing up, no one had vinyl records in terms of like new vinyl records. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, look at my old record collection and my old record player from the 1970s. Like, Okay, yeah, that's really cool. And then out of nowhere, vinyl, like, oh, we're back. Yeah, like, everyone's into vinyl now. Hell, like, there's artists now that, like, the most content that you can get from them is on vinyl. Like, that's, like, you can go into Target right now and get Midnight's from Taylor Swift, and it has a track on it that is only available at that store on their vinyl. So, like, it's it's crazy that how far vinyl's gone. There is great example, a, I should say. Thank you. There is that's a great album. Um, there is a I got a Spotify alert earlier that's like you've listened to ten percent of Midnight's. Try listening to a hundred. <laughs> which part? Of, which part of Midnight's did you listen to? Uh, Sam really likes and yeah, we can has her. gotten totally me hooked. Fine. Oh, okay, good. No, <laughs> and has gotten me hooked on um, Karma. Karma's good. Yeah. If oh you pay attention God. to my Twitter, you see the other that day that I tweeted Karma banger. is a cat. Yeah. Karma. No, it's really good. Um, I just haven't listened. To I still am just really. I know it's like very much like just going with the popular pick, but I think Antihero just absolutely slaps. I think that song is incredible. It's a really um, good album. Yeah, uh, uh, I actually caught myself today because that's the one that's been like up at the top, right? And I keep seeing mm-hmm. all kinds of people talk about it, and whatnot. Yeah. And literally this morning, I like told myself in my head, I said, "You have not listened to this." simply because of the fact that it's number one and everyone's talking about it yeah like i was like arguing with myself like why are you being like that yeah (laughs) but i'm like but i'm like nah screw it like i'm gonna keep being like that like i don't care i'll (laughs) listen to it eventually but i I love that song i can listen to that song on repeat forever um i was listening to the album today and i think it's interesting because like you know because she released the original album and then three hours later released like eight more tracks seven more tracks and they're all really good you know, typically when you get like a deluxe kind of thing, the the extra um, songs aren't as good. Yeah, uh, that's not the case though. No, the three a.m. stuff is good too. Yeah, sorry no. to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Um, so yeah, vinyl records, vintage. Now it's back. It's basically like just common now. Like it's not it's not retro anymore because it's just part of our daily culture again. I'm gonna make a bold statement and i could be wrong but i feel pretty good about this 
I think the VHS is going to make a similar comeback in the not too distant future. And I think I think that a gift that you could get this year while everybody's still sleeping on it is go out there and find an old VHS player if you don't still have yours. That's that is my gift idea. Completely never never in a million years would you think VHS player would be a gift to get somebody in the year 2022, but I think I think if you want to get ahead of the curve, now's the time. I almost bought one the other day. Yeah, see? Do you remember when I <laughs> I sent you a picture of the trailer I was in for work and it's just like there's oh, a yeah, VHS yeah. player in my trailer. Like I this is awesome. I don't have anything to play on it. And I no, we, I we were just rattling off old VHS tapes that we would play on this thing. I have a couple here and there's like there's been a few where like I've gone to uh I like to go to the thrift stores and I see mm-hmm. some movies that I'm like, bro, if I had like a VHS player you right now, yeah. I'd buy this. Absolutely. I'm not buying it simply because I don't have the space, but like if I had a VHS player, I would be buying but this that, right but now. But that's how vinyl came back. Like it was like those oh, stores, exactly, like Amoeba. Absolutely. Like it's like, oh, like we've The got... one thing I will say though, go ahead. To in argument against this that's is fine. with, with vinyl, what the hell? In vinyl, <laughs> what was so that? Oh, in vinyl, you're still getting the the quality of the music. Yeah, you get a little bit of that clicks and pops and stuff, but like, it's still very high quality. Whereas I but feel like not, with VHS, but, but, but that's not how vinyl came back. Like vinyl came back, be, like this, like the old vinyl records was how vinyl came back in popular. Do you guys? No, I know, and I mean, I have a bunch of old vinyl that I would listen to. And, like, even listening to that on my speakers, like, I have a bunch of old Nat King Cole albums that I like to listen to. Uh, and even well, listening to great, those things. Great reference for a holiday episode that we're doing right now. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, even, like, those, it's like, these are, like, records from, like, you know, the, the 60s 40s. and 70s. And they still sound better. Like, great. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. Um, I, I get I get. But like I just a, feel like VHS, I, I know, I, I understand. it's hard, you know? I, yeah. will, I would love for VHS to come back. I think that'd be super fun. But at the same um, time, I, like, what's the difference between, like, and you you may be saying something different, but just to, like, for, mm-hmm. like, sake of making my point, like, yeah. there's no difference between, like, watching an old VHS recording on YouTube than there would be, because that's the only way we can watch some of this stuff right now. Um, I, uh, the I think my argument that, like, be... Go ahead. Yeah. You know where I'm going with this. So, yeah, just go ahead most like i don't find myself watching vhs tapes on youtube because a lot of those like films and stuff are just on a different no but like there, you watch. know there's like vhs tapes like look uh, we bring you and i brought this up to each other multiple times look at the the disneyland sing-along tape like there's mm-hmm. no other way to watch that right you have a vhs player so like you can no that's true it's a very fair point like i don't think it's gonna i'm not saying it's gonna like hey the year's 2025, and everything coming out now is also going to have a VHS tape again. I don't think that's how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I think that v- just VHS in general is going to become popular again because physical media is still popular. Yeah, I just think that it's going to make a renaissance to the point where maybe at some point a studio decides to release a VHS tape of something. Like, if, I, if you... If oh, I don't know who would get, like, what if Christopher Nolan just was like, you know what, you know, uh, uh, Oppenheimer, I'm doing a VHS release too. <laughs> like, what if he just said that? Like, 
people you mean to tell no, me well, there's not pe- there's not people that wouldn't be like holy shit i need to see why he did this let me go get a vhs player well that's what i was gonna say is like, I, I hope you know that like i think this is a good pick no like, I, I do I, like this because i almost picked, advocate yeah i understand i almost picked vhs tapes specifically i like that you took it kind of more broad because i do think like if i were to show up at you know christmas and be like hey here's a vhs copy unopened of shrek hell yeah. like be a billion you're gonna be you're gonna be freaking hyped you know what People i mean yeah exactly it'll be lit dude it'd be so it'd cool be hyped. imagine just having you know like finding a, old vhs tapes yeah, with disney dollars in like them that? and stuff like that oh you my know God, like that's great no that's actually a great idea maybe we should do that host a vhs party where everyone brings in the best vhs oh tape they God. can that'd that's be so a, fun that's actually a fantastic idea write that down write that down write that down um but no, I mean, like, like I said, the going back to kind of like the artwork thing I was talking about, because I even almost brought up vinyl with artwork because you look at like companies like Mondo and what they're doing. Yeah. But like you see these VHS tapes and sometimes the VHS covers like it just feels different than like a Blu-ray cover. You know what I mean? It's like this little yeah, cardboard, you know, like very tactile thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great pick. I just. As much as I would want it to, I don't know if I could see it making the same. Oh, there's a lot of hoops that we, we need to jump through. Like this is not a thing that we could just pick up right away and just go. But I, but I do a, have a. There's a way. If VHS comes back, Blockbuster has to come back too. Hell yeah! Well, I mean, I, that that's show that just came show. out. Yeah, I was gonna say that show just came out on Netflix and it's <laughs> not uh, not. Dude, I turned now. it off after ten minutes. Oh, you started it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I, tr- I tried because I was not like, bad. you know. We all love blockbusters, so yeah. It's who's isn't that like uh, Randall Park in that movie? Yeah, or a show? Yeah, so you're um, like, oh, okay, we'll try this. Um, all right. Is that uh, is that rounded out your uh, your thought there? Yeah, I feel good about that one. I like where my I'm like where my draft's at at this point. I like how you turned this into a draft. I know it's not really a draft, <laughs> but I'm just gonna think of it that way. All right, so the next one I'm going with is, and I feel like, honestly, these first two are both, in my opinion, kind of like quote-unquote obvious ones, but this one's going to be two things packaged into one, and this is books slash scripts. Um, there are a lot of great books out there for the movie lovers, and I don't just mean like books on like, here's Save the Cat, you watch some guy who's never written a movie you've heard of tell you how to write a screenplay. No, like I'm talking like there's good like behind the scenes. There's really great, like, behind-the-scenes, like, books out there from all different kinds of movies. There's some very fun, like, coffee table books. Like, I have the Back to the Future one over here, and I freaking love that book. Yeah. They do those for all the different movies. They have, like, the books that come out. I've got the original trilogy, Star Wars, and the the first 10 years of the MCU ones. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, there you go. Like, all these big books come out that are coffee table books with great artwork and stuff disney always releases the the art of books mm-hmm. um and so those will be they used to just do the animation now they're doing their live action films and stuff too yep. um and then on the other hand of it like scripts and screenplays i should say um you can buy book versions of screenplays i think i have two or three of those over my bookshelf i'm sure i know yep. you guys each have a handful um but on top of that too you can go online and find like actual printed copies whether they're original run or not you can get printed copies of screenplays that are properly formatted and everything Mm -hmm. um and that's just a great thing to flip through like even if you're not someone who's trying to 
work in the industry or want to be a writer or anything like that, seeing how your favorite movies are like, you know, presented in their purest form is really cool to see because sometimes things that were, you, you'll read in the screenplay don't exactly translate on the script. And it's fun to kind of see that stuff and be like, Oh, like that's, that's another way that this could have been seen or, Oh, that's how they described this crazy scene in words. You know, there's a lot of times where I'm watching a movie and I'm like, what did the writer write for this? You know, like how, how did they describe this scene that this is what we ended up with? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think those are both great options for any movie lover. We were talking about this before the episode. I literally just got another book today, even though I'm terrible at reading. Um, Correct. But going back to the whole artwork thing, too, it's like just having books on your shelf, it's like it's nice to look at sometimes. And I think there's a lot of really great books. Every year there's at least one or two books on my wish list that are more often than not movie-related or Disney-related. Uh, just because there's so much great stuff out there. And it's like I know I'll eventually get to it, whether I'm – 80 or whether it's next year i have it and it's ready to go when i'm finally you know free and able to get to it so right so yeah that's my my second pick is books slash screenplays i have another question i'm a questions guy this is for everybody question um (laughs) is there uh is there a screenplay that you don't have in your possession that you would just love to like have a copy of to read i've never owned a copy or had a copy in my hands of jurassic park Mm. um even at my school like we used to have this whole library of just like printed out screenplays and i don't think they ever had it because i would have checked it out you know um i would love i would probably oh yeah that'd be great shawshank script i would love to thumb through that just because of like Mm -hmm. with the narration aspect of it like i just think it would be very fascinating to see how that was written i read nightmare specifically because i wanted to see how they described Everything a nightmare. I thought that was nightmare. Yeah, like uh, that's what I did with B movie. <clears throat> Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's see. I think the script because I have the script for Fleabag, all of Fleabag, which is great. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, you can get yeah, that. It's, probably... You can get that now. You can get that online. Yeah, we. I have it. No, I'm saying like um, to everybody listening, you can get oh, that online. Yeah. Like that's not oh, an yeah, in the yeah. industry. That's not an in the industry one you have to get. Like you could purchase no, that no, on no. Amazon. It's called uh, Fleabag the Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I goodness, there's so many scripts out there. I swear to God, if you to say have... if you say Phantom Thread, I'm gonna hang up. No, I like I because I I I would want a script that's like a little like. Like I've never read a Wes Anderson script, but Ooh, I'm sure good, they're yeah. an absolute. I'm sure they're an absolute delight to read. Um, so I probably. I mean, I'd love Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, you know, any anything of that nature. That would be interesting. Yeah. I just, oh, Joel just got up. I think he's gonna go get the script for Ban- Grand Budapest Hotel. I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. Let's see. Is he coming back with something? No, no he's got. Uh, oh, oh no, he does have it. Oh, oh he's that's got Isle of Dogs. dogs. Uh, see, I have. It? I Joel, I have the uh, the table like the coffee table book of Isle of Dogs that like shows like all of like the. Uh... Oh, very cool. That is oh yeah, look script. at his action blocks. Look at his action blocks. Those things are. Oh really... yeah, There's, look at this. That's oh crazy. my god. That's Jeez. honestly like how I write. Yeah, yeah, same. that's very, very, 
I don't want to say unique, but very uncommon. Just because a lot of, you know, if you're trying to get into the industry, a lot of people don't like reading those. No, because they but want... obviously, they, if you're West... Yeah, well, it's more like they, um... It's like, let, let, it ha- let it happen in the flow of the filming. Is typically hey, you ready for this? They, look at, the, look at these like two pages. Location, we'll figure it out. <laughs> it's just a novel, basically. <laughs> Wow. That's crazy. That that's, the one that on the crazy. one on your left on your left hand side was crazy. It was just all yeah. all action, and that's um, kind of how I figured he would write. Uh, yeah, it just knowing for him. his films and the and the amount of detail. So, yeah. Um, no, it's a great pick. We um, very interesting that where we've gone these last couple already. I'm intrigued to see where everyone else goes from here. But Cameron is next, I believe. So. Before yes. we get to camera really quick, actually, Cameron, if you don't mind, yeah. um, let's just go ahead and throw a quick word to our sponsor. I think this is a good time for a quick break. Throw a quick word to our sponsor. We'll be right back. This episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast is brought to you by Popple, the number one selling digital business card. Now, as we all know, so much of our personal and professional lives these days exists online. So being able to share that information as quickly and efficiently as possible is key. And with Popple, it couldn't be easier. So like with a quick tap of your Popple device, so for instance, I have a Popple card, all of your contact info is instantly shared to whoever you're connecting with. So you just kind of tap it against their phone and it shares your customizable homepage that has links to your social media, websites, portfolios, and one of my favorites, even payment apps. So let's say I just went and got a burrito with my friends. I paid for everybody. I'm like, hey, you got to pay me for that burrito. I tap my card. All my links come up. They can click right there on my Venmo, and they could share me that burrito money. So if you're interested in grabbing yourself a Popple, which I highly recommend because these things are freaking great, whether you're using it for personal use, professional use, use our code of ILAR20 for 20% off of your Popple orders. That's I-L-A-R, all caps, 20 for 20% off your Popple order. Or go to our bio. We've got a link in our bio. You'll see a little Popple thing in our link tree. That'll take you right to the page. Thank you again, Popple. And now back to the show. All right, folks, and we are back. Cameron, it was your pick next. Why don't you yeah, go kick us back off? Can I? Um, uh, can, just... I I'm so, can I? I'm sorry. I apologize, <laughs> I apologize okay. for this. I meant to say this before I threw to him to go because um, I'm staring right at it. And I, for whatever reason, I didn't say something. But I, I just want to I want to bring this up to everybody here, my two compatriots and everybody listening at home. Um we always like to joke around when like directors give like old curmudgeon takes because they're most of the time just very funny. Did you guys happen to see what Steven Spielberg said earlier today? I did not. Steven Spielberg. Um, he, he, Oh, about HBO. Yes. Steven Spielberg has come out and blamed Warner brothers and HBO max for relegating films to streaming. Hot take from Steven. Hot. I don't think he's wrong. I was gonna say, what, where, where's the, where's the lie? <laughs> he said, I mean, what he said, he said that they threw filmmakers under the bus with what they did in 2020, which, I mean, there, there's a lot to talk about when it comes down to that, um, but at the end of the day, those people were told their movies were going to release in Correct. theater, and a lot of them got relegated to the you know day and date and yeah Um, they didn't know they didn't know it wasn't even day and and they didn't know yeah not even theater releases at all it was just like here you go it's free on streaming like you couldn't find a lot of those playing in the theater anywhere 
he's he's not wrong uh when i saw that i i was like yeah you know obviously that's why they lost nolan yeah um, yeah so. absolutely i just um i just thought it was funny people catching strays in this episode so far steven uh steven Spielberg <laughs> throwing them at warner brothers which is always a fun target and then cameron saying that grandmas can't watch independent films earlier which was <laughs> 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 uh, all right well my next my next pick is probably going to be ryan this might have been the one that you thought would be my second pick was it was the other one a list or is there something else you were thinking? No, there's something else. Okay. Um, so obviously, if you watch the show, you know I'm a fan of board games, oh, and there okay. are so many film board games out there. I mean, there's you know Ryan's got the blockbuster game. I love that game. Uh, that game's great. I have a game called Pass the Popcorn. Uh, Ryan, I don't know if you remember, it was right before the pandemic. Uh, we all played... Um, uh, Secret Hitler? Like a, not that one, but it was like oh. a game that was like about celebrities. We played it over at our friend Logan's house. Um, oh my God, was, what game we, was two that? teams. Uh, I can't It was like, who's that star or something like that? Oh, I can't remember But you remember that. the one that I'm talking about. You remember that? I think I remember I remember something about it. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called either. Um, but that being said, there there are just so many board games that have to do with movies. Whether it's trivia, there's this game called Cinephile that's like this card game. Um, there's games that are about making movies like. Uh, your character makes a movie and you score points based off of different actions that you do. Uh, there, there's so many movie board games uh, out there. And obviously, I really like trivia ones because I, I, I think trivia is a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, uh, maybe one day there will even be a I'd like a refund Pitchapalooza board game that you can buy uh, for all your friends. Um, but yeah, board, movie board games absolutely would love to uh, see. Uh, I, I would love to see one of those for myself. But I think anyone who's a fan of movies would enjoy something like that. What do you think of like board games that are like based on films? Like because like sometimes sometimes they'll do like oh here's this one yeah. part from a film that we're gonna turn into a board game like. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, you know, there are some really good ones out there. Um, you know, I have I have Dune uh, Imperium, which is really great. Uh, yeah. There's another Dune board game that's like this massive like six six to ten hour game. Um, there's Jaws has a game uh, that's actually mm -hmm. really good. Is that um, um, is the Jaws one a Funko game or is it its own thing? I, I think it's Ravensburger. Ravensburger's the oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's its own thing. But like there there's a bunch of the Funko ones. Yeah, like there's mm -hmm. Funko ones based on um, games. There's a game called Horrified. That's a it's a based off of the Universal Monsters. It's mm. a co-op game that uh, a lot of people really like. Um So yeah, I mean there are some games that definitely do it, right? I'm trying to think if I have any like uh, I'm trying to think if I have any at my house other than Dune. I think that's the only movie-themed board game. 
Like, See, I think, like I think, based off yeah, of a game. I get what you're saying. Or a movie, um, yeah. I know there's a lot of, like, ones based on, like, TV shows, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's, there's t- like, I know, there's just so many. Like, I, I personally prefer a game that's similar to, like, Blockbuster. Or, like, I think I've told... Mm-hmm told you guys at Cameron I literally like show like I played this with you and a bunch of our other friends the movie movie game is another one that I really like where it's mm-hmm. like two yeah movie, yeah yeah I wrote some of my own ones of that for us during the pandemic that one time uh mm-hmm. stuff like that it's just like gets your gets you thinking about films that you don't typically think about all the time because like you're mm-hmm. like what the hell is that movie where the guy goes back in time why can't I think of this right now and it's like oh duh mm-hmm. stupid it's back to the future like it's stuff like that it's just because, like, when you're playing games, sometimes, like, your brain just stops working in the normal capacity that it mm-hmm. does. Because, like, you're you're on edge a little bit, like, ready for whatever's coming at you. And then even the obvious things, like, slip pa- past you at first. You're like, wait, well, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Like, no, I, I agree. That's Those types of games are super fun. And I'm glad there's so many of them out there. This was one that I was certain was going to be on your list. So I'm glad you, yeah. glad you went ma- there. It makes sense. Yep, yep. Ryan, what um, you got? Uh, I'm trying to decide if I want to make... I'm also like surprised a, there hasn't been any crossover yet. I'm, I'm surprised. I don't know if I want to make this pick or if I just want to go off the rails starting now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very much debating. Uh, mm, no, I'm going to make a safe pick. Um, something that I'm surprised hasn't come up. Um... It kind of goes in line with something that I said earlier. You know, I talked about, you know, wax poetically about how vinyl's back and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There is very few things better than listening to a film score on vinyl. Like it is, it really like takes you back like to a time of like, or like the symphony music that comes with a film score playing in like in a classical way that like they used to, like, I just scores with like symphony and things like that just very much fe- it doesn't it's not dated but it feels like a thing of like yesteryear like you see that and like it doesn't feel like it's something that should still be happening because of just like how like buttoned up and everything it's it looks like i know like when you see the film tar that came out recently camera i know you saw it like when mm-hmm. i saw that movie i didn't realize just, it was like, already out yeah, it yeah. it came out uh, at least out this way. I think now it's wide. Yeah, I don't remember for sure. Um, it's like watching that. It felt like, even though it's a modern telling, that like I was watching something that like kind of took place in like the seventies and eighties and things like that. With like when film score was like like really popping off big time around that. Mm-hmm. I just think um, yeah, we did an entire episode about film scores, so I don't have to say like how how much we all enjoy them. We all love them very much. But I think if you're a music fan, because, you know, there's people that, you know, maybe aren't big movie fans, but they love music. I think film score would be no different in at times than listening to like a live symphony or something like that. Like, I think it's something that could reach a group of people that maybe don't consider like watching movies is like a hobby of theirs, but they love listening to music. I think this is a route that they could go. So it's like speaking to a group of people that maybe are outside of our realm of expertise. So I like, I think, I just think it would be a fun, a fun thing for everybody involved because there's no reason like you can't have like, like a nice party or whatever and have a nice film score playing in the background. I think that's that last sentence you just made there. It's, I love that. 
yeah. you have just a vinyl playing in the background of a party. It's just, yeah, it's awesome. And like you said, having film score, you're not worried about you know lyrics or anything kind of overtaking the party. And like, there's mm-hmm. a time and place for that, obviously. But like, yeah. if y'all are sitting down having dinner, talking over some drinks or whatever, like having a film score clicking and popping in the background on your Crosley or whatever you got, like, yeah, it's just it's such a good you know vibe for lack of yeah. a better term. It's it's a great feeling. No, so, it is uh, you, like to to put it like bluntly, the vibe is exactly what it is. Like, uh, it's exactly what I would say. Like, it's just it's calming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Um, solid. Yeah. There you go. Give yourself the credit, like Cameron did. <laughs> Cameron's busy searching for his next topic. Otherwise, he would have said something too. But <laughs> so, my next one. The this is specifically for our Southern California folks, but if you're down here gang, gang. and you're gifting for somebody down here, get them either a ticket or a pass to the Academy Museum. Oh, if, damn. if they haven't damn. gone already, That's like this is such a solid choice. As we talked about before, with the rotating, you know, exhibits and stuff like that, there are on, you know, countless things that you can see there. Ryan, I know you ended up going a handful of times. I still only went that once because I ended up leaving Warner Brothers shortly after. No. Um, I've been, but, I think I've been like four or five times at this point. Yeah, and I mean, it's like you can go every time. And this is speaking as someone who's gone once and you can touch on this. But like, you can go and no matter how many times you've seen it, you could still spend hours and hours there. I could watch you know? that. And, I could watch that video loop of them showing how they did the tornado in Wizard of Oz. I could sit there for hours and watch that. Exactly. Like, there's so many things that are just like, for lack of a term, it's a museum, but you know, the rewatchability, the, the revisitability, if you will, yeah. of this museum is so high because there are constantly going to be new things added. Um, as the years go on, we're coming up on our first ever Academy Awards since the museum opened, like uh, after a full year, right? We had this, mm-hmm. this past Academy Awards, but like there has not been a full year of, of movies since the museum opened. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. I mean, we. I mean, we got the post. The museum September, opened in September, September 30th, and then September thirtieth, right? And then the Academy Awards for this year. But what I'm saying is, there hasn't been a. No, I, yeah, there hasn't been a full year of. And then the Oscars. Slate. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, so then, don't try and correct me. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to help. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I think it's just a great option for for anyone out here, especially if let's say it's someone who lives in you know San Diego or even you know. For Cameron's situation, somebody that lives up, you know, a little bit more northern central California, it's like, hey, you know, come down here and I'm going to take you out for a day to go visit the Academy Museum. We'll go spend some time out there. You know, you can make a whole day of it go get some being pizza. in L.A. Go get some pizza down the road, uh, Apollonia. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just we, we've talked about it far more than enough, but. If somebody's a movie fan, I honestly don't think we've talked. To, I honestly don't think we've talked talked it up enough. It's one of the really? greatest th- as a film fan. Like, it's one of the coolest things you can go see. Like, yeah. there's such an array. Like, it doesn't speak to one type of mm-hmm. fan. It covers everything. Like, oh yeah, there's exhibits in there, like full fledged exhibits about things I've never even heard of before, and I'm still so interested in what I'm looking at. Like, it's. It's captivating. And I know, like, they have their new exhibits are open now because um, yeah. the Mizuki stuff is gone. I think the Wizard of Oz the is gone, too. What did I say? I think you said Mizuki. Oh, whoops. 
I said that wrong. Um, um, yeah, so well, they, they, they I, I said stuff. Um at the exact same time. Um, <laughs> well, they've, they've I've been having a very hard time this episode with it, it, to show you folks a little tech insight. For some reason, Ryan's having like a delay on his video feed, so I'm not getting these visual cues of when he's going to stop talking. So if you notice, there's been a lot of cutting off throughout <laughs> the episode. That's kind of what's been happening because I keep going to say something thinking he's done um, and he's not. Uh, but always, to touch on something you mentioned, always Ryan. Always expect me to talk. That's just how it rolls around here. <laughs> Uh, to touch on something you mentioned, though, before we kind of move on here, I think another big part of that is like you said, oh, you know, it, it kind of has something for the every type of film fan, not just, you know, into this, this and that. And that goes as far as they have all kinds of tech stuff there. If you're someone who's really more excited about the tech side of film and less about the glitz and glamour of the costumes yeah. and, you know, the, the writing and all that stuff, if you're someone who just likes to see, oh, this is an old camera, you know, or here, look at they these you know, film cells and whatever else, like, it's there for you. The freaking, I, I know I mentioned this on our episode, they have the typewriter that Psycho was written on, like, things like yeah. that, you know? They, it's the just camera, like, oh, they like, got the camera they shot Wizard of Oz on, or they had it. Yeah, so. it's like, here's this thing that, you know, it's like a physical thing that has been working for, you know, some of these things over 100 years. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it's really cool to kind of see that techie stuff mixed in there as well, because... It kind of gives you something a little more rugged than just like, like I said, the kind of glitz and glamour of all the art kind of stuff. So, here, here. Uh, but yeah, that's what that's my third pick there. Uh, let's go ahead and throw it back to you, Cameron. Cool. Uh, so my next gift, and you know, this, I I, I was going to do something like a little bit more specific, but um, just kind of encapsulate all of it. Um, Good word. Apparel, you know, clothing. Um, you know, I was specifically going to say socks. I really like socks. I have popcorn socks. I have Netflix <laughs> socks. I have A24 socks. Oh, I got oh. it. Yes. I, I said it. Yes. Oh my God. Cameron, that was the second thing I said. Watch Cameron say the criteria A24 collection of A24, A24 socks specifically. I said, oh, wow. oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Right here, this text says, Three copies of Criteria Collection and A24 Socks. I cannot believe you <laughs> specifically to Socks. Holy shit. Oh, oh that's funny. That was, that was beautiful. That shows yeah, that we've been, great. Doing the, we've been doing this show for two years now, and that shows. Um, yeah, I mean, I have I have two pairs of A24 Socks. Um. You got a ton of A24 merch. Last year for Christmas, I remember you got a ton of stuff. Yeah, I, I do have a lot of A24 stuff. I have a beanie. I have a beach towel. I hate the beach, but I still have a beach towel. <laughs> um, I have... I'd seen the beach one time. You hate the um, beach? Yeah, I don't like that. Did I know this? Why do you... Oh, okay. He hates Not, sand. Yeah, I was like... Is I don't it, like you, sand either. Oh, so... So you so the beach is wow. kind of a nightmare for me. Yeah, I'd say. Damn. That's wild so that you, you hate the beach. Especially for going to school in San Diego, like... There's just beach everywhere. So like people, yeah. go the, people go to the beach like on the weekends or whatever, and you'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to yeah, go to the library often. Damn. Uh, the only beach I went to was the nude one. <laughs> what? Excuse me? What? You went to Black's Beach? beach? Yeah, yeah Black's I went to Black's beach. beach a lot. A lot? Yeah, I there? would go and study there. This oh, is yeah. This, what were you this studying? Sounds, <laughs> this sounds about Cameron. Yeah, what uh, were you studying over there? Was it an no, anatomy class? No, go there class? and read. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was. I I loved where I loved uh, going to beach, uh, Black's Beach. I'm that sure was, you did because because it was super peaceful. That was the thing. It was super peaceful. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, but anyway, so oh yeah, so apparel in general, any kind of shirts. Uh, no wonder. Could, no wonder you need so many socks. <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> God damn, um, that's that's just I cannot believe you said that. <laughs> it's like I used to go to Black Speech all the time. I would. Study. I did. I it was I the all, it's the all the time that killed me. Yeah, that was <laughs> the was funny even... part. Yeah, it's like yeah, it was, that's just where I went. That's where I hung out. Well, you know, it was a nice place. Uh huh. Um, yeah. No, ask to people. Ask people in. <laughs> ask to uh, people. In. <laughs> um. In San Diego, what? No, I, excuse me. Is. Go down to the beach. And and most ask of them are going to say, "Excuse me, excuse me, sir. I know you're very busy hanging dong right now. I'd like to ask you some <laughs> questions about the beach." I did that. What? I did the report. <laughs> I did a report on Black. Oh beach. my god! Excuse I'm me, sir. Excuse me, sir. I seem to have left my bookmark at home. May I borrow the one you're carrying around with you? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I went around and asked a bunch of people questions for my uh, uh communication assignment i had i don't know what to say to that <laughs> so um yeah. so yeah apparel <laughs> yeah so the opposite of what you'd wear at a nude beach mm-hmm. um clothing uh yeah I, I mean really anything sweatshirts sweatpants i have a24 sweatpants um i have an a24 shirts um i have can, entire... can i make a request yeah when we go see the whale as a group, can you wear a full A24 outfit? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I yes. would love that. I'll do you'd it. Be like, you'd be like people going to see the Batman in full Joker costumes. Cameron's <laughs> just in his A24. Oh, my uh, God. When does that come out? It's like this mid-December, no, this, right? December. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's coming December out. It's, 11th, going wide, it's going wide before the end of the year. It's not doing like the show in a couple yeah. theaters and then come out in January thing. No, I'll do that. I think I have. Hell yeah. Because I have a sweater. Because I, I have. I want as I many. Pants. I want. This man has socks. a hat. He has pants, socks, sweater, and I know you have a shirt. Yeah. I have a shirt. I have a beanie. So yeah, I have you, a hat I, and a beanie. I need it all. I need all of it. Yeah. Do you have the so, H24 so, underwear? I, do they have underwear? I'm pretty sure they do. If anybody would know, it would feel like it would be you. Yeah, so. it should be you. They have shorts, I thought. I didn't think they had underwear. Just wear them as boxers. Yeah, I need this full ensemble ready to go when we go see <laughs> that movie. I will cancel any other plans that I could potentially have that day. Apparel, I will turn work bottoms, down that day. I, w- uh, I will be ready to go to experience uh, that. I don't see it. Do you have the, the A24 sweats, the ones that say like the address and whatnot? Yeah, those are the ones I have. I I got Sergio like, the uh, you get like special, hat with that. Do you get special discounts or like special items because you're like a club member? Frequent yeah, flyer yeah. miles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Cameron, do you, sh- do you shop in the tops or the bottom section? <laughs> uh, I got the Marcel uh, figurine that they had. The Marcel um, the Shell and, one. Yeah, and we got I got Ooh. Prio to order it. Because I was part of the club, and then they sold out instantly. So wow, uh, look I got at two you! Of them. 
I got two, two of them right now. Wow. wow. Did you get, didn't you get that? Wasn't it like a limited run, like lamb hoodie or whatever that oh, movie was Jesus. called? I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's limited run. You can still buy them. Uh, is it just the fleece? It's just fleece. It That's why it's like. I like to it's, imagine it's that it was, it was supposed oh, okay. to be a limited it, run, but no one wanted to buy it. So they're like, yeah, it's just in the store. Oh, it was $95. So. Whoo! So reason why. <laughs> I might. I might Their cop stuff the, is really quality, though. I might cop the googly eye shirt. The, yeah, they've the... got really cool stuff. Uh, they had a. They had another. Uh, they actually had um, something called a. a uh, they had a collaboration with Intramural uh, today, so they released a bunch of stuff that's like. Uh, I think there was there was like Warner Brothers stuff. There was like Paramount stuff. They had Academy stuff through A twenty four, like old stuff. It was pretty cool. Too expensive for me, but you know. Cool. Look, they have vinyl. They have posters and toys and games. They they're covering folks. All the things we've mentioned, just go to a24shop.com. <laughs> they got it all. You can do all your shopping at a twenty four shop. <laughs> Say that I sent you. Yeah, see that cameras in you. Well, they even sell the hot dog fingers. Wow, this is hilarious. It comes like a little Oscar Mayer looking box. Yeah, that's funny. It's great. Great work by the A twenty four team. Ha ha. Um, uh, camera, Ryan, anything else? The camera? Did you have anything oh. else you wanted to say about apparel? <laughs> um, no. Oh, okay, great. great. Stuff. Cool. Ryan, real quick, yes. I have breaking news. Okay, camera. This is breaking news for you too. Okay. Um, January 8th, I believe, is the date that I saw. We will be losing forever at Universal Studios Hollywood. Yes, January 8th. Oh, no. Both special effects show and animal actors. No! For, wow. for future expansion. So, future expansion? Okay. Next time we go out that way, rides, we have to go see both of them. Well, they're going to do the Fast and the Furious roller coaster. Um,. Yes, we need to go because... I love animal actors. I have been the person that gets peed on by the dog twice in my life, and I'd like to get that hat trick before it closes. That's fair. Uh, I, got to, I got to meet the dog after a showing one time. It was great. I got to pet him. The, was it the Benji dog? Uh, I don't think so. Um, oh. I don't remember his name. He was at Lab, and I was like, I can't. I wanted to meet him. Actually? I was, my dog was Yellow Lab, and they were like, oh, you can, you can pet him if you want. And I was like, yay. I've been on the show. Well, I say on the show like I'm freaking special guest or something. Like I've been a volunteer in the yeah, show three Fallon. times. <laughs> I've been a, a volunteer three times, but twice it's been the getting peed on things. So like I said, I'd like to make like a hat trick of that. Okay. So I mean, I've never uh, seen special effects. It's and like, also, I've never seen it. You've never seen it. Oh, okay. I was going to say something about it. There is a thing in special effects that requires like a group of, I don't want to say adult guys, but just like not kids. And I've always been like, ah, it'd be really cool to get picked for this. Um, but I've always gone with, like, not enough people. So I think uh, if we were to, like, all go and maybe get one more person, maybe we can get Steven to go with this. I'll be there's a chance we get picked. I'm your Huckleberry. Love it. Um, anyway, proceed. Yeah. No, was, that was... Um, I don't wonder what they're going to build there. I don't think it's the Fantastic... Not the not the, the Fantastic Four coaster. Uh, the Fast and the Furious coaster. Oh, fantastic God. Four coaster. I, it's I just Reed Richards' arms. Yeah, that would be funny. Um, I, oh, I kind of forget what I was going to say now. Um, I had something. Oh, there it is. I got it. Um, I think 
that there's a very cool item that you can purchase for your film-loving fans that they can use in their very own homes. You know, there's so many nice TVs that you can watch films on. But if you've ever gone to, like, somebody's house and they have the projector set up to watch something, it's, like, a whole different experience. Like, it, it is... It, I don't want to say it feels like you're at the movies, but it's the closest you're going to get to feeling like you're at the movies um, when you're just sitting The best thing about this movie... Is that it's a movie? Is that it feels <laughs> like a movie. Yeah. Like, you go to the theater like a movie. Nice. Good job, Harry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I mean you guys know that like they sell like these like there's like mini ones now at this point where like you can just have them link up to like your computer basically and stream anything you have right onto a projector. And then of course there's like the big overhead ones. I um I was at an Airbnb not too long ago, um, and uh, they had like an open space in their living room and it's just a projector that came down covered all the windows. And the big projector was behind, and it, like, it was a long room. So, like, you can get, like, a full screen really well done. I just don't think there's – I wish I had the space in my apartment to have that because I would – I like my I full screen, medium rare. I I would not uh, – I wouldn't own a TV <laughs> if I had that. Like, I, I'm, I would – I could do the projectors anywhere. Like, it's just – it's a different feel. It it just makes me enjoy watching films more when I'm able to do that. So that's mm-hmm. that's the route that I want to go is the projector projectors. Mm. That you know, it's a solid pick. I've wanted a projector for a long time. There's like there a lot of like one. cheap ones that you can find like on Amazon. They're like small, you know, like kind of yes. portable. And it's like, oh, that's cool because you can kind of take it wherever. Um, yes. The biggest thing with projectors and stuff like that is just like you almost have to buy it and test it and then possibly return it because True. you've got to make sure it's going to be quality because if it's your, if you're going to be looking at some blurry image the whole time, or it's whatever, not worth it. Just, it yeah. It's not worth it. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, there are ones where like you don't need it to be on a screen you just put it on a wall too. So yeah, you know, it's kind of a fun. Oh, okay. no, I'm good. Yeah, go ahead. And say kind of a fun little trinket thing that I always see every year at like Kohl's. Kohl's always has like a, <laughs> during the holiday season, they're like, here's a bunch of dumb, crap and it's just like fun stuff but there's they always do, this they, one i see for that and it's like this it looks like an old tv set but the front of it is like one of those uh like magnifying plastic pages that like people who like you know have trouble with their vision like put on top of paper to read and there's like a little box you slide your phone in and it basically magnifies your phone to the size of that screen but it looks like an old tv set and it's pretty fun it's like a cool little thing but it's yeah, you know, I mean it's completely unnecessary. But every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a fun little trinket there. Um, but no, I think I, I think a projector is a solid choice. Um, mm-hmm. And like like we were saying, I mean, there's there's budget options, and then there's you know your super high quality. So really, yeah, you can kind of get this in you any range start, that you're shopping. You can start for. with a cheap one, see if it's a way that you like to watch stuff, and down the road you can invest in a legit one. Yeah. Uh, well, my next pick somewhat related projectors but maybe not the kind that you're thinking um this is me pushing a little more into the expensive end of things so my next gift choice for the film lover in your life is 35 millimeter prints of their favorite movies 
And years ago, I saw a 35mm print of Jurassic Park for like $250. And to this day, I'm like, I don't know why I didn't buy that. Like, that's not that much money. Um, the biggest thing is you're just not going to be able to watch it. <laughs> so you have a 35mm projector at your house. But like, it'd be really cool to have that. But that said, earlier today, I went to check and see if I could find like the Jurassic Park one again. And I could not. I also checked Back to the Future, could not find that. But what I was finding all over eBay are there is there's that there are a ton of 35 millimeter prints of movie trailers, which I think is a ton of fun because it's not this massive feature length film that you have to have on display. You can literally just have this like five, you know, 10 minute max, 10 minute long trailer, Um, you know, like this couple minute long trailer. And it's it's 35 millimeter print film. And I think that's a really kind of fun way to display it. If it's cheap enough, you could even kind of get really artsy with it and like cut it up and, you know, do something fun with it. Um, either way, the trailer is going to have frames from the movie. So even let's say if I got the Jurassic Park trailer on 35 millimeter, like there's going to be individual frames in there of like the T-Rex and the Raptors and whatever else, which is still like super cool to be able to have. Um, I was seeing some on there, guys, on eBay granted these were like movies that it's like why would i want this uh, but there are some on there that were like less than 20 bucks uh let me see if i bad. can find any off the top of my head or, or off the top of ebay right here james bond plus 10 other various 35 millimeter movie trailers all new 40 dollars. i would love to know what the various ones are i'm sure they're not listed but it'd be really funny like terminator 2 original theater teaser 35 millimeter uh, film trailer 50 bucks like that's not bad for a t2 movie trailer like if you're if you're a this is a very niche item like if you're a massive terminator fan i would understand spending 50 dollars just to have that yeah absolutely I totally oh right here this is the trailer for 2005's smash hit racing stripes What? Six dollars. That name sound familiar. What? Racing what stripes with Hayden Panettiere, the racing zebra. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, what? Is that a decom? Is that a decom movie or did that release in theater? No, really? I'm pretty sure that was Nickelodeon Studios. Oh, I was wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's really cool about this is like, depending on which one you get, like this one looks like it's completely unopened. So it says Racing mm-hmm. Stripes V2, and then it says Play with the Incredibles, Christmas with the Cranks, Polar Express. A series of unfortunate events, Ella Enchanted, and then this last one's cut off. I can't see what that is. So you what, can kind of see like the other stuff that's playing around it. That those are. Oh, absolutely. So this, um, is, so this is just some guy that worked the projector at a theater back then and just took one of the reels home, basically. Oh, there's all kinds of ways that people kind of got this stuff. Uh, that's one of them, though. But yeah, I mean, I just think this is a ton of fun. Like I said, I mean, some of these are super cheap. I like it. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, why not? Like, how cool would it be to, to have, like, Halloween, the original Halloween film, the 35mm trailer, like, 41 bucks. Like, that's not bad if you have, like, a horror fan a, in your life. If you're, a, if you're a massive fan, it's really cool. So Just to say you have it, because not many people will. A very rare Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas trailer, 35mm film, never run, rare, $94 to 20 cents. Beautiful. Uh, I can't imagine dropping $100 on a Harold and Kumar 3D movie trailer. If you're a big Harold and Kumar fan or a big White <laughs> Castle fan, I get it. 
I mean, nobody should be a big White Castle fan, but that's a whole different How dare you? God damn it. We need to stop talking about food on this show. Never. <laughs> Absolutely not. I will stand by my... my I just got food. really excited because I thought this one said National Treasure, but it says National Screen something. Mm-hmm. I, was about, I was about to buy this <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find uh, it on there one day. But anyway, that's my uh, that's my fourth pick there. Uh, yeah, thirty five millimeter reels. Last we round, made it. we did it, everybody. I'm sure this one's gonna have some doozies. It's my turn. It's your that, turn. That's how that works. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for your final gift, every movie lover loves not being alone. So, this is gonna you know, find fun. someone, give them a hug. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Your final gift is a you hug? Know. Yeah. <laughs> I only had four gifts, so... That's fair. I did say at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> a hug. Um, I mean, you know what? Yeah. H- hugs don't even need to be movie related. I'd, anybody could use. <laughs> no, a- no. This, excuse me. This one is movie related. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. How? It's a movie related <laughs> hug. Can you tell me how? Well, <laughs> yeah. They, hu- they hug you and they say movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Or you know, for me, they whisper. You know, as they hug me, they whisper in my ear, Ugh. "La La Land really won." Um. Then you got to change your pants. <laughs> Local boy upset that minority movie wins Oscars. Eight twenty four movie at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Moonlight is a great film. We hey, solid, movie. solid final pick. Um, a hug. Yeah. No problem. Honestly, it's very on brand. So, I like it. You and Brian. I are going complete opposite spectrum. You picked like such a like a very singular thing. I'm gonna be all over the place with this one. I thought I was gonna go just everywhere with this one, like from rounds like three through five, but I thought of good stuff along the way. I can't believe that we haven't gotten here, but I'm glad that I'm the one that gets to say it because I think I think it of the three of us it makes the most sense. You gotta go with toys. It's Christmas. And toys aren't exclusive to just children anymore. There are toys that are made specifically for adults, basically. And there's such an array of Oh, yeah, we know that. (laughs) Yeah, oh, you certainly know that. Um, (laughs) Just because of your previous line of work. Yes, yes. As a a sex worker, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, We're not disparaging sex workers. They should be treated fairly. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But, like... There's an item from any like massively popular film. If I wanted to get something to show my appreciation and fandom for Back to the Future, what would I get? Oh, Mattel made a hoverboard that you can attach to your feet. I would love to have that. Oh, you're a big Marvel fan? You like the Captain America movies? Hey, guess what? There's a Disney like le- like Marvel Legends did like a $600 legitimately metal Captain America shield that you can put on your strap onto your arm like legitimately. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. You're a big John Wick fan? They sell number two pencils at any local store that you go to. There's so many different 
types of items. And those are just like ones that based on like props in the films, like things like you could get a lightsaber and they, like almost every character in Star Wars that had a lightsaber in the movies has one available for you to purchase at this point. You can even get the stupid Count Dooku one that's like a walking cane, basically. It's great. You want to get like a really cool sword made out of stainless steel because you love Aragorn from The Lord of the Rings? Hey, guess what? You can buy that. Those things exist. You can get these replica props as toys anywhere you want if you're an adult. And then as a kid, I mean, this is... I feel like I don't even need to say it. Like, there's action <laughs> figures and shit for everything. Like, every movie, every TV show, the Funko Pops now are like, they've taken over the world. Like, I used to be a massive Funko Pop collector, not so much anymore. Um, like, there's just so much out there. Like, I just, I don't even know, like, how to break it down fully without, like, going on a massive tangent. Like, any movie you think of, there's something cool you can get. Like, if, if you're a Terminator fan, like, get a hot toy of the T-1000. It would look sick displayed, like, on one of your shelves. Like, you want to, like, you want to get something from the Matrix? You could just get Neo's glasses. They have literally specific replica glasses of just Neo's glasses, which are just plain black sunglasses. But they don't care. They'll slap the Matrix logo on it, and boom, you're ready to go. Like, and then, of course, all the Disney ones, like, you know, the animated movies, like Disney, DreamWorks, all that. I mean, that, there's so much. Like, you go down the toy mm-hmm. aisles in Target and Walmart and stuff because Toys R Us isn't a thing anymore, RIP. Um, I mean, Cameron has that Elsa, like that life-size doll. <laughs> I do not want to talk about that. <laughs> um, oh it's my just, God. God, like, I long for the days when I was a kid. Do you guys remember the Toys R Us big book that would come Yes, I was just talking about that the other day because I was walking through Target and on the shelf, there was like a like Target's version. Mm -hmm. It was like the Target, like 2022 toy guide. The Toys R Us big book that you would get right before Thanksgiving so that like you could go through it before shopping on like Black Friday and stuff. I mean, parents hated it. Yeah. They hated it because it's like, go fuck, now I got to... This and it had stickers li- for you to like kid. mark like yeah, like top priority it like mid priority it like. was so cool like i miss that stuff i like i talked about the vhs is coming back we just need to bring toys r us back like i'm sorry like it's back I at know, macy's not the I real know, deal but not no it's like a little pop-up thing and it's cool i really like it it's like how they have the disneyland one at like some of the select targets it's cool i like it but it's not the same there's not there was no better feeling as a kid than walking into a Toys R Us and like your parents being like, okay, you can get one thing while we're here. Yeah. You'd, you'd spend as much time as you possibly could just throwing stuff into the, into the cart and being like, well, now I got to pick like decision time. I got to figure it out. Um, it's, Oh, those were, those were beautiful days. And I know we're never probably going to get like the super shopper stores for toy stores. Again, I just think that age is done. Unfortunately, unfortunately but for the adult collector and for the kids out there i honestly don't even know if kids still play with action figures i have no idea what kid what like what kids today do i know it's mostly ipads and cell phones so whatever um but there's just so many options still out there toys are still being made there's really cool uh, replica toys for props and things like that that you can get i just think for for a christmas episode toys got to be on the they got to be on the board they had to be there 
A thousand percent, dude. I every single time I go to Target, I go and look at the NECA toys in the back. I've never bought any because you just go see what's there. Just yeah. See. I I big mistake I made um, back when Toys R Us was still a thing. I actually went to the Toys R Us by my house, and they had a NECA toy of Interstellar. Wow. And I was like, this is sick. And I didn't buy it. Sad. I didn't you, buy it. You could have kept them in business. Oh, I know. Uh, I could have kept that Toys R Us. I got kicked out of that Toys R Us one time. Um, <laughs> it was dumb. They, My friends and I were in, you know, like the video game section, how it used yeah. to be like it was all a in separate cases and thing. Stuff like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and like it was like you had to like walk through like almost like a sensor. No, it was, yeah, um, it, was, it was like a separate store, basically. Yeah. We were in there like looking at the games and like we had money on us. We were maybe like 10. We had like money on us and we were like all looking to like buy a couple games. And the lady that was working there was like, no, you guys can't be in here, blah, 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 whatever. And it was one of those situations where, like, I went home and I told my mom, and she called the Toys R Us, and we walked over there, because it was, like, close to my house. We walked over there, and she, like, confronted the lady, like, with me standing there, just kind of like, you know, like, (laughs) these kids are here, their customers, just like anyone else, they had money, they're ready to buy things, and you're kicking them out. It was this whole ordeal. That's Um, really funny. I've been but, kicked no, out of those establishments. Toys R Us. Um, Toys R Us or Toys are so a great pick. One of the coolest places I ever got to see. I guess two, really. They kind of go hand in hand. In New York City, um, obviously the, the classic that's no longer there anymore. Neither of yeah. those are there anymore. But the, the original FAO Schwartz, like, mm-hmm. it's like the OG, especially talking about like films and stuff. Like That's the OG toy store. Like Yeah. It was so cool. And then the massive Toys R Us that they put. I always wanted to go to that square. so bad. Oh, dude, it was so cool. I think I only went once. I, I think it, maybe twice, but for sure once. And, like, rode the giant Ferris wheel and walked through yeah. like, the four floors of stuff that they had. It was it's a, it was a spectacle. Like, the T-Rex uh, and the Barbie wow. Dreamhouse. And... The, sup- the Superman stopping the truck from hitting you in the toy wow. store. Like, oh, it was... I miss it. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. I loved it. It was <laughs> Yeah, that's was, one thing I definitely wanted to see. Yeah, it, it was great. It was a great Defunct Land episode about it, too, if you haven't seen that one. I have seen that one, actually. Yeah, that one's great. Well, but yeah, Ryan, I it's could, a great could, pick, yeah, like you said. Yeah, I could talk about Toys were a must. I'll, I'll step away and let you make the final pick. Um, for my final pick, I feel like you're going to say, what the hell? Because you're going to go, I thought we weren't being outlandish. Um, which I don't think this is. This is at, at its cheapest. This is fairly reasonable, depending on how much you like this person. Uh, my final pick for the film fan in your life is to rent the DeLorean. There are multiple services out there, countrywide, where you can rent a like screen accurate DeLorean for anything. And I couldn't find this exact one earlier, but there's this guy that lives in i think like granada hills and he owns one and he also has like a mini golf course in his backyard that just has like a delorean on it it's very weird um but these things come with like packages right so like let's say Mm -hmm. you're showing up to your 10-year high school union you could pay like i think it's like 150 bucks or whatever plus the mileage for this delorean to come pick you up and drop you off at the venue that does not include it picking you up it's specifically just dropping you off vice versa you could do the other way around where you have it just pick you up so like you show up in an uber and then 
make a big old scene and be like, I gotta go. And then the DeLorean freaking pulls up and drives off. Um, there's also like tours that you can go on if you're out here in SoCal where you'll ride in the DeLorean all day long going to back to the future locations. Um, and then there's one thing that you could do. This one's insane. I think it's like $1,500 or something like that. Um, plus mileage and you rent the DeLorean for the entire day. So like, you're not getting to drive it, but like you get to be a passenger it all day. You can say, Hey, I want to go here. I want to go here. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. Um, so again, I had to pick, yes, I had to pick at least one that was kind of like a little bit out there. Um, but like I said, I think with the cheapest ones being at around 150 bucks, you know, getting started, I still think that's like within reason. Um, and like I said, I'm finding out earlier, there are a ton of these like throughout the country. So like, even if you live in like New York or Florida or whatever, like you can still get the DeLorean to come pick you up and take you to wherever places. Um, and I just think that's freaking awesome. I mean, we did the whole episode two weeks ago about the Back to the Future event and how cool that was just getting to sit in it. Like imagine showing up to your family reunion or, you know, whatever it may be in the freaking DeLorean. Like how cool would that be? You know, just, uh... so... A question that obviously you probably even expected me to ask how much is that do you know yeah i've said i've yeah i was i've I've said yeah a handful of times oh i'm sorry so therefore you're gonna have to listen to the episode i i will i'm Um, just kidding uh no okay you didn't say it it. okay no i did no i did oh i did say it yeah i'm so confused Um, (laughs) at its base i've seen it as cheap as about 150 bucks for just drop off or just pickup plus mileage it's not bad and then the full day rental thing yeah that one is about 1500 plus still not that bad and like i said all of these include or all of these are the price plus the cost of like mileage so right of course uh, but yeah that's why i'm saying i mean i think 150 bucks is like not terrible to pay for like a really cool entrance thing, especially if it's like something where you know Maybe let's say you're showing up something where you know people are going to be taking pictures of arrival or whatever. Like, yeah. how cool would it be to roll up in the Delorean? You know? Yeah, so. that's a good point. I mean, so yeah, you know, I I would do it. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would um, like the screen ac- I'd like the screen accurate one to take me though. Yeah, well, that no, that's what I'm saying is these are all screen accurate. I oh, feel like maybe oh, okay. did it something happen with your headphones that you didn't hear like anything I was saying? <laughs> no, I must have missed that part. I. I... I don't know. I must have just zoned out for a second. I don't, I don't know what happened. Cameron's sitting there like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but no, uh, it, that's that's my final pick. Um, I think there are a lot of things, obviously, that we probably left out that are great options. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Ryan, toys almost didn't even get brought up. No. Um, but no, lots of great items. This is our you know 2022 gift guide. We'll post this on our socials for you folks to kind of see this if you need ideas for what you're going to get us um this was really just my excuse of an episode to find out what to get ryan for secret santa so totally i'm glad perfect. i got that worked out yeah. um cameron this worked out exactly how we planned yeah that 600 hundred uh, dollar captain america shield's looking pretty nice yeah so. hell yeah dude uh but before we wrap up do either of you have anything else left that you want to say or anything you want to bring up that you didn't bring up really quick no i got nothing I would like the $10,000 Iron Man suit just for point of clarification okay. for you. I think that would okay. be great. So I'll, I'll see what I can I do about that. I didn't say it on the show, so you can't be mad at me. I'll see what I can do about that. Great. I look forward to it. 
All right, folks. Well, you know where you can find us at Refund Pod on Instagram, Twitter. Find us on all of your podcasting apps Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, even on Anchor itself. Wow. Um, and then, of course, YouTube. We posted a YouTube video recently. Uh, hey. Start off real hot. We're coming up on like 150 views, which for a channel Let's that go. never posts anything, it's not that's bad. pretty. It's not, not bad. bad no. um, if we can get a little more consistent, I'm sure we can even keep growing from there. Uh, but if you haven't watched that video yet, go check it out. We had a lot of fun with that, and there's more stuff like that to come. Other than that, folks, thank you for coming along for the ride. Um, we're not going to tell you what we're talking about next week, but just stay tuned, all right? See you folks later. This has been a King's Row Creative production. Executive produced by Ryan O'Connor. Joel Martin Del Campo and Cameron Tennyson.